Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I'm Jacques. Uh, this is Biff. And over the last few sideshows, we've been breaking down some of our favorite musicians by instrument, bass player, favorite drummer, favorite singer, favorite guitarist, and kind of going back and forth with the last couple of these sideshows. You know, Biff mentioned in passing, I, I think I was talking about this is what I like about this person or that person. And you had said, yeah, we should do a sideshow. Just yeah. I think you called it like musical geniuses. Yeah, I think it was like in the context of I think uh, uh, you brought up Prince as a as a guitarist. And I said, you know what? Prince is a nice guitarist, but he wasn't really influential as a guitarist that much. But, you know, he is definitely like a different category of a musical genius. Right. I mean, that's what we should talk about. So. And, and so we haven't really broken down how to like quantify what our geniuses that's is. That's a free for all because that, that just means that we don't coordinate very well because yeah. we're so well, lame. Yeah, well, it's so. one of those things. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to put Beethoven on my list. Well, you know, no, we're, we're, we're pretty much talking in the rock and pop world. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'll say like over like the last 50-ish plus, you know, 50, 60 sure, years maybe. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think of, I spent some time thinking on this. And there are some people I definitely want on my list, my my top four. Okay. But there's also some honorable mentions and, and a subcategory that I might want to bring up at one point. Okay. And, and, and but I'm going to start it off. Okay. Uh, David Grohl. You know, I thought about him. You know, but yeah. So I think he's yeah he's I, he's definitely one of those guys, right? Multi instrumentalist and stuff like that. But. I thought about him. He did not make my list. The reason one of the he made my list is yeah. you think about it. Uh, you know, the drummer and the band that changed me. Uh, no band has changed the course of music more than Nirvana did in the last 60 years. You know, truly. So you're telling me that Nirvana changed the course of music more than the Beatles. No, I said the last 60 years. So so the Beatles. Yeah, like 50 plus years. So the Beatles changed things in like 64. Do your and, math again. Do you 64. Know, right. right. Yeah, so no, no, 50. No. Yeah, anyways, I mean, because, yeah. 55. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. point is yeah. Yeah. what Nirvana did. I, I mean, was groundbreaking. And he was also yeah. more than the drummer. Like the last album, you know, he sang on it. Uh, he played other instruments. Yeah. But then what the Foo Fighters have done the last 25 years is crazy. But at the same time. You know, he's produced other bands along the way. He took a year. He took almost a whole year off of the Foo Fighters, yeah. and he helped write and play drums on this album for Queens of the Stone Ages. Yeah. And that album, Queens of the Stone Ages had three or four albums before that. They've had a few albums since then. Yeah. But that album is yeah. what absolutely elevated them to a band that you know was on saturday night live that was headlining right. sure. the Lollapalooza, yeah. and it's so um, it's so funny to think how different his drumming made that band and how his songwriting ability and his ability to help people write better songs both yeah. musically and lyrically took a band that was wasn't obscure but it wasn't a household name and absolutely right. put them yeah. on the map so when i think about a musical genius yeah. in this space wait you haven't mentioned his probot project yet oh who was in that there was a couple people who were in that it was it was you know, basically a metal him. it's like a nut it's a kind of an almost an extreme metal you know project right and that's you know, the whole that's the thing i yeah. mean he, different genres of music yeah. different instruments uh different talents from from songwriting yep. to producing to you know 
all all the intangibles to put it in there. So that that's my yeah. first guy that I would who who's one, who's one of your guys. Uh, I'm going to start off with the the aforementioned Prince because I I just think that and obviously he was you know the music kind of speaks for itself but just the fact that he he kind of just did everything about you know surrounding you know all of his music right he basically controlled every aspect of his music right so from that standpoint i don't know anybody who had like a, such a command over you know how to just make great music right he's just he just yeah so it was just amazing right and it, 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 and his music was just wide ranging and so yeah, there and obviously in at when he, when he wanted to, he kind of threw in, you know, whatever whatever in you know influences or you know tribute. It's just everything about what he did, right? It was just it's just mind boggling how you know how great he was. If you want your head to spin, yeah, Prince, look up the songs that he wrote for other people. That yeah, charted. absolutely, absolutely. You know, whether it's a Whitney Houston, whether it's you know well, we I mean, talked famous, about on the podcast. Well, famously, Manic Monday, right? A, you know, a song that kind of broke, you know. You know, right. the bangles. Right. So uh, same thing. Sinead O'Connor's biggest song. Yeah. Yeah. You, yep, you know, so, yeah. uh, you, you know, I'm not putting him I'm not putting him on this list, too, but akin to Richard Marks. When you look at Richard Marks, who yeah. had I think Richard Marks has had 11 number one hits as a singer himself. Yeah. But he has at least that many. And again, he's written number one songs for like Keith Urban. In the right, country right. space, it, you know, whether he's written number one, you know, heart rock. I, be- I believe he wrote um, Vixen's Edge of a Broken Heart, I want to say. Yes, it, it, it's <laughs> it's something like that. But that's it, like hair metal and metal and rock and stuff. But yeah, Prince is definitely up there. By the way, do you know do you know who his ex-wife is? I, I don't. There's a woman. It, it, it's she's uh, it's Cynthia Rhodes. I don't know if you know that name at all. She was the other dancer in the Dirty Dancing. There was, you know, there was Jennifer oh. Grey, right? So she, um, but do you know where Cynthia Rhodes first appeared kind of on screen that I know of? Is, I do um, not. The Toto's Rosanna video. The, oh. the woman who's doing the, who's dancing in that video is Cynthia Rhodes. That's that. I, I, I love, I love those little nuggets. Uh, here's, here's my next pick. And it might surprise you. Oh. I love I love this guy's catalog okay. from start to finish, and it's all over the map. Randy Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, I would never have considered to be, you know, in this category, because I think that if I'm going to pick a kind of a singer songwriter, I probably, uh, uh, you know, on a piano, I think I probably would have gone Elton John. But when, but the yeah. thing about him, when I say, and yeah, Elton John's a genius. Elton John could be on anybody's list. But with Randy Newman, you listen to his early stuff, and he has some great yeah. rock songs on yeah. that. A lot of singer songwriters, you know, songs like uh, uh, "Political Science." It's just, but he has pop hits yeah. with. You know, I love L.A. Had pop hits with short people. He's yep. had number so and the rock folk well, and singers. Then, and then of course, know, the Toy Story soundtrack. Right? But then, right? But then yeah. that that's one chapter of his life. Yeah, you yeah. you that chapter of his life. He like I said, three or four amazing studio albums. Yeah. All were great. All had like rock hits and 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 soft rock hits. But then he gets into composing. And yeah. when you look at not just that stuff but all the stuff yeah. that the, the 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 movies that he's composed for but then yeah but then you the more well-known stuff 
like the Toy Story stuff. It's yeah. just crazy how yeah. long, you know, I think he did the score for like The Natural. You know, I mean, right, he did right. so many huge, huge movies that I love. Um, be, but between yeah. all of that stuff and, and we're yeah. talking 50 plus years of sustained success in a very fleeting industry. Yeah. I, I think he's beyond genius. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the the one the reason why I say Elton John is because if you look at the kind of the you know and I wasn't there when Elton John came into the scene but there's this you look at the catalog of kind of this rock music and Elton John kind of sticks out like a sore thumb because there wasn't a, a kind of a this piano dude you know doing the song the kind of songs that he was doing on the airways right he just kind of suddenly basically just kind of inserted himself into the you know into the airwaves and I I almost think that. You know, is there a Billy Joel without an Elton John kind of a thing, you know? So there's, I think there was, that was the thing that I think of just the fact that he, you know, in, in many ways, he kind of changed, you know, what was acceptable as, you know, you know, this general me- mainstream music, right? That wasn't something that was there. But, but you have Elton John if you don't have Liberace before him. <laughs> yes, we do. Because, um, yeah, because uh, even though Liberace is freaking, that dude was funny. Oh, if you, yeah, he, very interesting. Uh, I'm going to throw out a name that you're going to laugh, but okay. I, when, when I say does it, it all the pixies, it does not of all the pixies. Okay. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. He's an interesting dude. I mean, when yeah. you think again, we're talking a 40 plus year career yeah, and how awesome. And yes, most most of the stuff that we know is 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 the cover stuff. Now yeah. now Joe did go see him a couple of years ago yeah. when he did a tour, just his original yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it, let's face it, it was a much smaller venue than when he's <laughs> doing his best weird yeah. album. Sure. But for him to successfully, I mean, I mean, when you're going from you know all about the Benjamins to all about the Pentiums, you you know you're talking yeah. like early two thousands, you know, rap music you know, to the Michael Jacksons and everything in between. And I remember, again, one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes, I remember seeing David Grohl talk on one of those. I don't think it was behind the music, but on one of the specials about Weird Al. And he said he knew Nirvana made it right when he heard smells and he says we were on a plane they were going down to rio de janeiro to play some gigantic festival and it was like a hundred and ten thousand person festival and he goes but they weren't blown away by that they were blown away by on the plane somebody's (laughs) like you guys have to hear this yeah you know and whether it's a madonna song or everybody i mean the range of musicianship and, and 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 Everything that he has pulled together, I, I put him in my in my in my top four. I think. I actually think that he is a different. He's. I don't consider himself a musical genius at all, but I think he's is a different kind of genius. And only because, bottom line is, is that his his much of his product is based on music that he did not create. Correct. So he's not a creator, and if you're not a creator, I don't know how. how how I could justify calling somebody a musical. I think he's a genius of another form, but maybe musical is not, not it as well. I mean, he has to be, but it's the same thing. Yeah. I think like, obviously we would probably both want John Williams on our musical genius thing. If we were talking overall music and not trying to stay in the rock or, or or pop rock thing. I mean, when you think of that guy's body of work and his dude, it's just, 
I mean, that that's the soundtrack of my life is all it is, you know, every one of his music. Um, so so here's a here's a category of uh, of and I don't know, maybe there's a whole sideshow here on it. Former pop rock stars who've gone on to be huge composers, you know, and I was thinking about this like recently. Danny Elfman, like some, yeah, Danny like Elfman, Danny. you know, Oingo Boingo, Mark Motherbot, you know, yep. is it Motherbot, Motherbot? Mother's Mother, ball. Mother, but yeah. You know, which by the way, he management was doing a nanny event somewhere uh-huh. and saw Mark Motherbot. Okay. And, and and went over to him and, and you know she's usually we yeah. both are we both are, oh there's so many famous you know I don't need to go bother them but she went over to him and said hey I just want to tell you I'm a nanny and I have heard everything you've done on the Rugrats and I love it <laughs> and, and and he was so blown away he yeah. goes I get Devo I get and he was like listening <laughs> yeah. as he goes you're the first yeah. person to single yeah. me out to say what I did on Rugrats was great because I'm really proud of it it was eight seasons it was really great yeah. but but and this past now here's the crazy thing this past uh Oscar season Trent Reznor uh-huh for the movie Soul yeah you, you know the head like right. a whole guy yeah you know it, to, to have that range to have this early 90s in your face techno grunge god be able to do the composition yeah. for a movie about a jazz piano player it, it's it's that's range my friend that yeah. is range yeah yeah so, yeah, the, I, yeah i mean there's you know there's a few of those guys right so so wait, so was there, who was the person that you were going to put in there in the first slot? You know, I was trying to think, do, am I going with Danny <laughs> Elfman? I'm trying to think decided. if, yeah, no, because it's like, <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, I wasn't a huge Oingo Boingo guy, but yeah, I know their catalog. It's pretty great, but I know yeah. his movie composing. I know, you know, so I'm trying to toggle between Trent Reznor, Mark Motherbot and Elfman, but I think I'm going to give the nod to, to Danny Elfman just because the movies that he scored yeah. are movies that, I just absolutely, you know, it's okay. just great. Just absolutely everything there's and his, his style of scoring. It's, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's him in a positive right, right, right. way. You know, it doesn't right. all sound the same, but you, you, you have, he has a real stamp on it. So I, I, I would put Danny Elfman in there. Interesting. Yeah. You, you come up, you come up from a very different direction than I ever did. <laughs> Not surprised. So I already mentioned Prince. You did. Who else you got? Second guy that I have is Stevie Wonder, only because I, you know, there I think there is this kind of underrecognized greatness that he has. Where, and may, maybe it's you know maybe it's that that thing where your hearing becomes more acute and things that are audio is more you know uh, refined because he's blind. I have no idea, right? But I I just thought that there was this you know you know within within that genre, right? He kind of came out and started doing something that was very different than everybody else was doing. And it was certainly different than everybody else who was black was doing. Right. So, so I just thought that there was a general, uh, general genius in that guy. And so along similar lines, my next guy is Jimi Hendrix, because I, I guess people argue about this, but I just don't understand how many people justify anybody else thinking that Jimi Hendrix isn't the greatest guitarist in the history of rock music. I just like within the rock music framework, it's, it's, it's kind of like a no brainer. I know people like to say whatever Eddie Van Halen or whomever else, but it just kind of blows my mind that anybody could try to pose that argument. 
And then my last guy is it's kind of it's kind of a a cheat, if you will. But I I felt like I had to have a beetle in here. Okay. And you know, and obviously, you know, you know, you know, I could, you know, I try to make a strong case for Ringo, but it just wasn't happening. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, so I went with Paul McCartney, even though obviously I could have easily gone to John Lennon, right? And you know, and even arguably to George Harrison, but. Uh, you know, but I went to Paul McCartney just because I think that in some ways he has, it's basically the, you know, the genius that was the, that, that middle portion of, you know, the Beatles career. Right. So, and somebody said something about how they went from like, you know, rubber soul to Sergeant Pepper in a five-year span, which, you know, if you think about it, is absolute insanity. No, right? no, no. Rubber, rubber Soul was more akin to Sergeant Pepper, but something like Meet the Beatles or, right. or Please, or Please, thing, please, yeah, please yeah, Me. Like right. the early... No, the fact that Please, Please Me... Or, or, you know, 63 and Meet the Beatles is 64 and Rubber Soul is 67 and Sergeant Pepper. Like, wait, those are the same four fucking guys that can't well, possibly yeah. be true. Well, there was you what you call it, a revolver in between. Revolve. And right. And it, but right. When you look at the, the, the change, and I, yeah, I, 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 second the the motion to put paul mccartney i'm sorry sir paul mccartney in there and it's not a knock uh, on john lennon we don't know what john lennon would have done through the 80s and the 90s but we know what paul mccartney did through the 80s and the 90s and and, you know his work with michael jackson and other you know of his elk and and yeah even though you know what Two guys in, on my list, Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney, together they cr- created that garbage ebony and ivory, but still. But still, right. But <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, George Harrison traveling world base. He had a career, very successful career after. But the other thing, and you said it to kick off this episode, when you're talking about musical genius, such things as multi um uh, multi-instruments yeah, yeah. And, and Paul McCartney it's it's debated it's debated and I don't know if anybody's ever come out and definitively said yes Paul McCartney played the drums on the last couple Beatle albums on the but, White Album definitely is that that was a story right yeah you know yeah. and so that's the thing it's like here's a guy who you know was playing drums uh, you know an amazing bass player I mean yeah. you know what, what uh, underrated with his bass playing yeah. because of his songwriting his singing and everything else so yeah you know it's somebody else like that that you know you know I was I was going to put on the list that you know I've talked about before is David Bowie and based on the range of songs that he had from, you know, the glam rock thing to the hard rock thing to the pop rock thing to the, you know, and everything in between. At the same time, he was a very successful. He made Lou Reed's solo career like right. for, for, from Lou Reed's from Lou Reed's Velvet Underground to his first successful albums. He had a couple solo albums in there that just that just weren't great you know and it was his partnership and his working with david bowie then again same thing david bowie goes on to form a partnership and a collaboration that lasts a decade with iggy pop on the other you know what i mean so you got you know that is one thing about david bowie that i think um he was a guy that grew other people right so right um so i think i mean even a guy like um uh um there's a guy named uh uh Ian, uh, Ian Hunter, or actually it might have been a Motha Hoople song, but you know he wrote this song called "All the Young Dudes." Yeah, that, that was Bowie. Right? Yeah, Bowie right? wrote and that stuff like that. You know, so stuff like that. That uh, so, uh, 
a great song that he just outright just gave to this younger, you know, act kind of a thing, right? So and 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 again, like what he did with Lou Reed and refocusing and making Lou Reed. I mean, he went he went to New York to meet Lou Reed because he loved the Velvet Underground, uh-huh. had a great p- partnership. And the three of them, there's a great documentary called like I think it's called The Perfect Triangle with Lou Reed, Iggy Pop and David Bowie. And you think about could you have two people more different in 1972 than Iggy Pop, you know, and, and Lou Reed, singer songwriter Lou right. Reed, you know, pre-punk I punk know. god they, Iggy Pop. They, they were both kind of making garbage music, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I walked into that one. Uh, so Lou Reed. My 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 next one, and and I know you hate when I do this, and I know I'm completely biased. Uh-huh. I do not know, and. I've worked with the biggest musicians in music. I do not know anybody more talented than Dan Patrick Cray, my buddy, <laughs> Dan Cray. And I don't, I, I and I, I've never sat with anybody who I'm like, yeah, you know what? Just look at these lyrics and, and then not be like, holy shit. How is this guy not a household name? And it's like, well, that's a different story, but I, I completely, I know it. I can't say it with, I know how biased it comes across, but when I say this guy has well over, well over a hundred songs that are just each and every one of them is, is, is a movie. Each and every one of them is an amazing story. A a really good guitar player, a good drummer. I, I mean, he's a really good drummer. He's a really great bass player. He's a really good guitar player. He's a really good singer. But lyrically, I don't know anybody better. And it's funny because I could put my friend John on the list. And the same thing. John's the best bass player I've ever seen. A really good guitarist. I mean, I hate the fact that there's a couple of drum things that he used to be able to play this one U2 <laughs> song that I could never figure out. But a good drummer. An amazing bass player, good guitarist, a great singer. And when I talk to John about Dan, he's like, yeah, the guy from Guided by Voices is an old saying about him. Like he could go to the bathroom to take a shit and while sitting on the toilet, write 10 songs, five of them be great. And John recently said, Dan could go to the bathroom, take a shit, write 10 songs and all 10 would be awesome. Yeah. And, and it's I mean, I used to get frustrated because. I'd be in LA. I wouldn't see Dan for like three or four months. The last time I saw Dan, we worked out three or four things. He gave me 10 songs that he was working on. I come back with two or three songs. We're playing those. We're going to play a show in Boston. And the night before I fly in, think we're going to rehearse those songs. And he's like, oh yeah, here's a bunch of new songs I wrote, you know, and they're, <laughs> and they're great. And they're great. I'm like, dude, I'm not that good enough to come up with 10 different things. So why don't we do these two? No, but honestly, it, it's so biased, but the number of instruments he plays, the amount of great stuff he's put out. Plus, he produces his own stuff. You know, plus he's you know an engineer, a sound engineer, a mixer. Um, so that so that's that rounds out my list. I think I think yeah, I think I covered everybody on my list. Um, but do you want to? Do you have anybody else before we try to narrow it down? Um, you know, I I kept mine to four, so that's that's kind of my list. I mean, so so you, who's your you automatic? Other? Who's your pass? Who's your automatic pass to the? Uh, I think I I think just given the circumstances, uh, even though I because I am a guitar guy, I'm going to give my pass to Jimi Hendrix. Okay, yeah, you know, what if I said because Jimmy's already on our guitar list, let's have a different list. Oh, because that's why you want to let me put Prince great. on the list. He, he is not, that great. What? But I've never heard him play drums. 
I thought we were going so, multi. Okay, you know what? What other yeah, band so did he play? My two, for? Guys, my two guys are going to be Jimi Hendrix and Prince, I think. So, so you know what? Okay. I'll go ahead and pass. I'll go ahead and put Prince on the list. Then we don't uh, have to argue again. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm going to put. I'm going Dan to put. Cray. I'm going to put Dan Cray and David Grohl. <laughs> no, you can only get one. You what? Get okay, one. Dan Cray. Okay, Dan Cray. I'm putting Dan Cray on. And yeah. gosh, if 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 I if I really had a fight for. David Grohl or Randy Newman? I don't know which one I would really because they're both great. I mean, but completely different. But uh, you know, okay. I, 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 if if I was going to put a second name on, I would have to go Randy Newman. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Yeah, of, I think I think I, I think you should be fighting for David Grohl. <laughs> well, who 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 else? So so who is the list right now? I so we have Prince and Dan Cray. So I think that I would fight for Paul McCartney. Oh, you know, point. I'm not I, I'm not going to fight the Paul McCartney. Okay. I, I I would definitely put Paul McCartney on there. Yeah. And again, Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, you know, I could I could go Elfman. I could go Bowie. But I, I am I, I would stick with. Well, it would be too much of a fight to go Randy Newman. So I would fight <laughs> for David Grohl. OK, so. And so, a great yeah. guy, like like we talked about last this week. Is just a really this is good. This is absolutely I, true. I, I mean, I mean, support. Like when we were talking about, oh, you know, David Bowie gives this song to you know, uh, 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 uh what is it? Hop, uh, what the mopple? What is that? Hop the move, hop the hop the hoople. Something like that. Yeah. Right. But, but, you know, him calling that girl out, you know, bringing that girl Neven to play Nevin to play drums yeah, yeah. and yeah. the other appearances he's made and, you know, just. To be in the spotlight this long, you know, seriously, since 1990 yeah. and not have, as far as I know, there hasn't been a Time's Up or, or you know, Me Too moment yeah. and, 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 and other musicians talk about how supportive he's been. Again, taking six months to a year off to help yeah. Queens of the Stone Age is who he likes. Yeah. And he's kind of like the um, the Tom Hanks of. uh of, of rock music, I like right? that. I yeah, like right? that. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's kind of like that, right? All these years and just, you know, I mean, obviously nobody knows who these people are in real life, but you know, all in a, everything that they, that we've seen make, make us think that, yeah, this, this is a, you know, a yeah, decent but, human but being. In right? the world of the 24 hour news cycle yeah. and, and the social media, if you were a dirt bag, it comes out by now, you know, well, I think it comes out, know. but we don't, we don't well, know. We haven't been to his basement. We don't know. <laughs> so this was a fun list. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, we still got to post last week's list. Um, and then, yeah, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, we talk almost every day. We text every day. We'll figure out what the next instrument or, or, or you know, side a company like, you know, the best windward section. You know what I mean? <laughs> the entire back band of Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, honestly, we, we, we could. You know, I remember David Letterman uh, once had you know top ten tambourine players. I think he had Davy Jones on it three times from the Monkees. I think he did. I will have to do my research. But Stevie Nicks in there? Stevie Nicks? How could she not be? You know, um, if this again, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and you know, maybe we could go into something that's not so uh, person centric, but maybe like product centric, like. You know, like say something like, um, obviously the obvious greatest, you know, greatest album kind of thing is an easy one to get to, but you know, maybe you know more niche ones like you know best, you know, greatest collaboration kind of a thing. You know, oh, you yeah, know, that's fun. You know, stuff like that. So we'll we'll talk about some of the other stuff that we can try to do. Well, in, in the meantime, Biff, I hope you have a fantastic week. Yeah, same to you, man. We'll talk later.
She packs up her troubles in her DKNY bag and smiles, smiles, smiles. She packs up her troubles in her DKNY bag and smiles, smiles. Got sadness for anxiety and Prozac to cure the poetry. A little out of hand to wash away the dreams the Zoloft can't erase and Percocets when all the others fail. Packs up her troubles in her DKNY bag And smiles, smiles, smiles And she talks about her drug abuse And her battles with the booze But now she's 13 years clean and sober Up her troubles in her DKNY bag and smiles, smiles, smiles. She packs up her troubles in her DKNY bag and smiles, smiles, smiles. While the old Drunks at the bar watch terrified